hello and welcome to GYSB Talks. Get your sexy back talks with host Carla Palmer. That's me. Welcome to another episode. This is the number one podcast for women 50 plus who want to elevate to their next level of optimal living. Here at GYSB Talks, we focus on a holistic approach to wellness, physically, mentally, financially, spiritually, emotionally, and in relationships. I am so happy and oh so grateful that you are here with us today and every week. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, and today we've got a wonderful, wonderful guest with us. We have Sheila Agnew McCoy, who is a senior fitness specialist and personal trainer and also a life coach. Hi, Sheila. Thank you so much for joining GYSB Talks today. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for having me. And I really appreciate you offering to uh, allow me to come on your podcast and talk about whatever we want to talk about, about aging and fitness. You know, I love that you said whatever we want to talk about, because in addition to some of the questions that I'm going to ask you, I was thinking about another thing that, you know, I think you found love at a later age as well. Am I correct about that? Yes, I did. Yes. So we want to add that into the conversation too. Uh, let me tell people a little bit about you. So Sheila has been a fitness advocate for over 20 years. She is passionate about teaching, physical fitness, healthy lifestyles, and life balance application to active adults. She was inspired to become a personal trainer after recognizing a gap in training for older adults and the need for specialized training to fit different levels and abilities. So let's talk about that, okay? So you were inspired to become a personal trainer. What were we, age 65? Is that the age you were? Exactly, yeah. I've been an advocate of health and fitness, you know, most of my adult life, but it was all about me. <laughs> uh, so I would take people to the gym or whatever, to, uh, because wherever I go, uh, I find a gym. And at this time, uh, where I live in Atlanta, I was at a gym and uh, a young trainer there said, you know what, you would be good as a senior fitness trainer. Mm. And I said, really? He said, yeah, you bring people and you show them things. And uh, I had just finished a project with a company for uh, over 40 females where I was doing workshops and seminars. So it kind of worked with my lifestyle and worked with what I had been doing already. So I said, okay. And I got certified as a, a personal trainer seven years ago. And uh, my specializations are senior and women's fitness and corrective exercise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You talk a lot about posture too, right? Yes, yes. Posture is so important. People think it's just about a look. But it's really a physical uh, problem that we have because your posture also affects your body. It affects your back, you your know, breathing. different things that, yeah. So it's uh, really important uh, that we have correct posture mm -hmm. or we correct it if we don't have correct posture. It's uh, possible to correct it as well. Yeah. You know, I see people with a little hump in there mm -hmm. right here. I don't know what right. that area is called. Um, and I felt like I was getting it at one point. And I had right. to like remind myself as I was sitting, like sit up straight. And then you do those wall exercises, you know, where you 
put your head mm-hmm. to the wall and your hands are right. up. So right. I think let's talk a little bit more about that because I think people think once you get to that place, you can't reverse it or you can't, right. you know, improve right. it. So right. well, you can improve it. And here's the deal. If you think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking most of your audiences are older, older adults, but um, 40 over, however, even if they're not, they need to learn this lesson. Yes, yes. <laughs> but what happens is, okay, we may have worked in jobs for 40, 50 years. We would do, remember we used to do this, or oh, even yeah. now we do like um, this. And so it really affects your posture. The things that you do in your daily life affects your posture. So uh, the the way it could be, you have to start, like you said, doing most of it is about exercise okay. and also learning to sit well when we sit, as well as uh, sometimes in my case, I actually also do chiropractic care, not just for my posture, but for my spine. So this here is what you're referring to as your spine. And if you uh, know anything about those kind of things, they really affect all parts of your body. So uh, I do exercise. Like you said, you could do wall. I do uh, what I call um, a fit. It's a fit uh, bar that I oh, do. Oh, I've seen you do that. Head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that fit bar that I do, it allows you to uh, have your head while you're exercising to put your spine into the, into the bar and and then you also you know will be working your spine as well as doing the exercises. Mm-hmm. So it's really uh, important that people see that as uh, being helpful to their health and fitness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about mindset too. About mindset as we age and how you know a lot of times we kind of fall into what the perception mm-hmm. is about aging. When you get to a certain age, you're not supposed to do this or you shouldn't do this or you should be careful not to injure yourself. Like all of those mm-hmm. things, we sometimes take that on and we start operating in life like that. And when I look at you and the things that you do and the way that you present yourself and so confidently and you're always moving and you look so cute and sassy still, and I just love it. And I want to talk a little bit about that so that the people in this audience, as we are continuing to age, I mean, you're older than I am. I mean, I'm in my early 50s and you're seven. Are you in your 72, 70, 72. See how I didn't know that 72. um, It's just it's so vibrant still. So let me talk about your your mindset around aging Mm -hmm. and fitness and doing life still. Right. And, you know, society is built around what media says and what we see and what we hear. And, you know, what's appropriate for us is a lot of times guided by what the media says. So you got maybe three or four percent of women trying to tell what everybody else should look like, what they should feel, what they should eat. All of those different things, which are very dangerous because the average person does not look like the media person, right? So we have to, and I think we're doing a good job at getting to a point where uh, we recognize the beauty that we have within, that light that we have, that light that's shining, particularly as we age. Mm-hmm. So is is it? I don't really like the word age appropriate. Okay. I use it to make a point. So which, why should someone be telling us what we should do 
what we should think, what we should wear, you know, how we should act, and all those type of things. There is no reason that we should allow that to happen. So we have to get to a point where we are mindful. I call it mindful fitness. We, oh. we don't want to just look good. We want to feel good. So those kind of things should drive us and motivate us. And I'm not saying go overboard or go crazy or anything like that. Uh, but I am saying that live your life, be free, be happy, and learn how to take care of yourself. And when you learn how to take care of yourself, you're already in that mindset, you know, mm -hmm. because of self-care, self-development, self-love, uh, self-determination, all of those selves should be the things that we live about uh, in our daily lives, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's where, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. And that's, okay, where... and that's where I, I always say we have to, it's mind, body, and soul. Okay. Mm -hmm. So your body looks good, but where's your mind at? You mm -hmm. know, and number one for me is my spirit. Where's my soul, my spirit, my spirit guides me and leads me to the things. Even when I fall down, I get up. You know, mm -hmm. so that's the way you have to start looking at it. And the things that you see online, those are some of that is don't pay no attention to. And <laughs> other of I mean, you know, because uh, and a lot of it is very good. So it's there to inspire and to motivate you. And it's not to say that you have to look like a certain person, but that person should inspire and motivate you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, when uh, when I see you, I I online and talking to you now, I, I understand why that trainer suggested that you become a personal trainer Be mm -hmm. there for a number of reasons. One is you're absolutely gorgeous. And two is your mm -hmm. spirit. Your spirit is going to attract other women. And when I used to go to fitness classes, I go to them still, but not right. as much as I used to, but I used to go because of the camaraderie that was there because mm -hmm. of the instructor and the energy the instructor brought, because right. I was able to be in that community and see other sister friends or other people, whether it was mm -hmm. men and women, some of those classes were um, unisex, uh, but it was just a way to, to feel included. And a exactly. way, yeah, because, you know, as we age, sometimes we're losing friends uh, by death or by, you know, growing apart. And yeah. to have a space to go where you see some people who are all working on the same thing with a leader who is showing you how to do life and how to really push yourself and walk away feeling so confident and so right. included, it's just, it's just necessary for our mental health, you know? Yeah, it really is. And I always, so many people, particularly since COVID, have gotten into that lonely feeling. They feel alone, even though they may be around people, they feel alone. But I always say that you have to get out and there are so many programs now. Uh, you know, you could go for, to the Y. I know uh, Silver Sneakers. I'm also Silver Sneaker trained, uh, uh, certified rather. And so there are programs that you could go to, and many of them are free. You can go to if you have a medical uh, facility that has. Uh, with programs within the hospitals. Uh, you could do, like I said, insurance companies have silver sneakers. The why is low cost. And so you go there and you meet people. And one of the things, I'm, I'm not physically in the gym now, but one of the things that I uh, did and still do, but I did one-on-one -on -one was develop relationships where I, 
uh, would motivate people would come and you know be motivated and inspired by me as well as working out. So uh, once I get to know a person, I'm talking to that person. I could tell you exactly what would make you like if you were breathing heavy. You know, I tell the clients start walking, start walking more, and then next thing you know, they're not feeling that anymore because they hadn't. Most of my clients had not worked out in years, <laughs> and they're coming either to start back or either to get started, you know. So having that connection, having those relationships are a key part of you sticking to your goals. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Is it is it ever a little draining? Because I, I feel like as you get older and maybe, you know, you don't have family around and you don't have people checking on you and the gym or your trainer and your people in class, those are your only connections mm-hmm. that you have and sometimes right. you might be mm-hmm. doing a little therapy sometimes right. um so I, I yeah. wonder- oh, oh, abso- absolutely you know um and then like i said when you develop that relationship with people you get to know them and you can know that their families <laughs> you know know their history and i still even though like i said it's been over a year since i've physically been in the gym and many of the people I still in contact with, you know. So one of my clients that did really well, um, her brother does line dance. So I take some of my, I'm also the um, administrator, health and fitness administrator at my church. So I take some of my church members to his line dance class, you know. So my thing is getting people to get out Get up, get out, get going. That's what yes. I say. <laughs> yes, get yeah. up, get out, and get going. And right. for those of us, me, I'm speaking for myself right now. So I'm single. I've been single for a really long time, right? And mm-hmm. I think when you move your body and you get that good, joyful, like kind of spirit in you, mm-hmm. it attracts, right? It attracts. Right. I, I think about you and I think about my mom who is, she met someone this year. My dad died in 2016. My mom met someone this year. My mom is 74, mm-hmm. about to be 75 okay. in September. She met somebody this year and she is getting married in December. Wow. Yeah. She's getting married in December, but my mom is like you, right? She exudes Mm -hmm. this joy and really positive, youthful energy. And it's attractive. It's really, really attractive. And so you, you said you got married or found love a little bit later in life. In my 50s, late, late, uh, 50s, like 55. I met my husband, I think I was around 54, 55 or something like that. Uh, But um, here's here's the deal. I always say your light is going to shine no matter how old you get, Mm -hmm. you know. And and, and this cosmetics are good, but at some point they're not going to work. You're going to continue to age even though you might slow down the look a little but you're not going to continue to age. You're going to continue to age. So it has to be something within that allows your light to shine. And uh, for me, in my instance, when I met my husband, I definitely was not looking. I had actually come out of a, a divorce. Nothing, I'm not, it wasn't drastic or anything, but it just, we weren't evenly yoked. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely was not looking. I was at a business conference. Uh, he was there for business or whatever, but we wind up dating long distance. Here's another thing for five years. <laughs> Wait, so what did, when he saw you, what did he come up and say? 
he handed me his business card and told me his name and said where he was from. And I'm like, totally was not interested. And uh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. Took the card, whatever. And I, it was a conference. So the next day I saw him and he, he tried to talk and I was still, you know, okay, whatever. And then the next day, he came up to me. He said, what does a man have to do? <laughs> That's right. He knew what he wanted. <laughs> so I, I um, didn't play into the, oh, okay, you know. So, uh, but I, the key is, don't, you don't always have to be looking. Let somebody look at you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you, mm. I always tell my daughter, your flair, when you walk into the room, you know, you, you own the room. You know, so it's not about... Um, you know, it's just the owning whatever the situation that you're in. So in that case, I wasn't looking. And then we wind up um, long distance for five years. He, was, I was in Chicago, my hometown. He was in Atlanta. And uh, so it just worked for us. But what I always tell people is, you know, people say, well, how did you meet him? And what? Well, when I first came to Atlanta, people would say, how do you meet a man in D.C., all these women in Atlanta? I'm like, I, don't know. <laughs> I was shocked. I never got that in Chicago. You know, you just meet somebody. But um, it's just a matter of we were meant to be. It happened. And people say, well, where do you go or what do you do? And you could be anywhere. You could be on the bus stop, uh, you could be at the grocery store or whatever. So I, I can't say that there's specifically a place, mm-hmm. but I could say that God has a time. Mm. And and the time is, uh, you know, but in the meantime, in the meantime, work on yourself. Okay. And that's because uh, people will, you look beautiful and all of that. But um, that may not be what someone is looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, someone mm-hmm. maybe have, they, you might have other attributes. So I say when you date, don't date with expectations. Date to have fun, have conversation, companionship. But don't date with all those, oh, he's the one. Right. Okay. And and uh, so you scare a man away with that. So you still, if you're 40, 50, 60, 70, in my case, 72, your focus is to have fun in life. You know, you enjoy your life and, and don't be so focused. If you're doing things that's keeping you busy, that loneliness will eventually. And I know you want people to communicate with and, and all of that because that's really great. But um, you just have to find other things to keep you busy mm-hmm. uh, that's meaningful. Yeah. You know, you know, meaningful. Uh, but I, I always say someone, Michael Bezos, as a matter of fact, just said, where do... Where do you find the, the older guys at, you know? And I said, well, they're at the golf course, the cigar bar, the church. <laughs> Those Anywhere. are where older guys, yeah, that's where older guys are hanging out nowadays, you know? Uh, but, but uh, you know, that's how I look at it. And, mm-hmm. and one good thing is there are conferences. There's two major conferences going on right now. I think the NAACP and the, uh, Ur- National Urban League both are having conferences this week, and it's not say to go to conference for that, but that's it, that's where you're gonna see some people, mm-hmm. you know. So and, I have a uh, younger. Um, so I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead on. I have a, a younger friend who's always telling me I need to get out more. You know, you need to get mm-hmm. out. You need to a guy, right. get out. You need to, you know, meet people. He said, 
what's your avatar? Like, what kind of man do you want? And so start to think of what kind of places would that kind of man be in? He Mm -hmm. would be at a conference. He might be at the current podcast summit that's happening in Miami right now. I'm not there, but he might be there. He might be at this, you know, National Urban League Conference. And it's so interesting that you say that because I remember when I first had my son and I moved back to Tulsa and I, you know, I didn't want to date, but I was like, I want to meet people. I want to, I want to meet good men. And I I said, I'm going to go to this conference. I went to like, I think it was an urban league conference and I went by myself. My mom kept my son. I think he was like two or three months old. And I met this guy at this conference and we're still friends to this day. And my Mm -hmm. son's 23 and we dated for a little bit, but it was so wonderful to be seated at his table. He was uh, some kind of exec at like FedEx or something, but just a beautiful person, but I met him at a conference. So I love that you're reminding me about conferences Mm -hmm. and maybe there are some conferences that I need to go to get what's happening at the conference, but also putting myself in an environment where. Right. I tell my daughter, no one will see you in the house. Okay. You know, so. (laughs) so Nobody. Nobody will see you in the house. Um, I was just yesterday just in the park doing some recording for a project that I'm working on. And uh, this guy just walks up and starts talking. He was walking his dog, but he starts talking because he was curious. But I mean, it, that he that, he wasn't trying to, you know, talk to me, talk, but he was just having a conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm just saying, you know, just, but nobody will see you if you, no one will see you if you're in the house. And, um, that's, you know, that's the way it is. Take yourself to dinner, whatever. I, t- I date myself. I'm married, but I still date myself. <laughs> My husband may not want to go somewhere that I want to go. Uh, but I go anyway and, you know, have fun, you know. I love that. How old is your daughter? She's 52. Oh, so we're the same age, me and your daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lovely. 52. I love that. I'm sure yeah. you're such a great mom. Um and so, I have four four grandchildren and one great. Oh. That's eight months. <laughs> oh, so you got a lot of things keeping you young outside of fitness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I enjoyed the time we spent together. We had fun. I love that I could, you know, keep up with them and do the things that they do. And maybe sometimes do more, you know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it's a good thing. And I'm, God is good. Mm-hmm. We forgot to talk a little bit before we end about nutrition and mm-hmm. how that feeds into your way of doing things to, to stay healthy. What do you eat? Well, let me just say, as we age, the most important thing uh, that we need for our bodies is good nutrition. And that includes for me, and I actually am studying nutrition now, but um it, it includes all your macronutrients, your proteins, your your um, all your carbohydrate, carbohydrates, and all of those things that you need to be successful. Now, what we don't need is a lot of food. We don't really our bodies change as we age, so we don't need to pile food on our plates. Hmm. But we need we need the vegetables, we need the uh, proteins, we need the fruits, and we need all of those particular things to keep our bodies going. So we need to reduce some of the food that's on our plates. Mm -hmm. And once we get used to that, then our metabolism changes. So when our metabolism changes, then we won't want all of those. Now, in terms of what we should eat, 
it's pretty clear <laughs> the things that we should eat. But I also say that everyone is different mm-hmm. and what one person can tolerate, another person might not. Like someone might not like a lot of fire, fat, fiber or cannot handle that for their body. But find the thing that works for you. People are into vegan now, uh, vegetarian, vegan, uh, keto diets and all that. I am not a diet person. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I just believe in eating three big meals or two six smaller meals i just believe in breakfast lunch and dinner okay. uh, i think that um what's the thing they uh, intermittent i think that's a good thing yeah. but i also think that um uh, i wish i had come up with it because it's really similar to what we do already because mm-hmm. if we stop eating at seven o'clock at night and don't eat again until nine o'clock the next day that's in that same frame so we already are really there but Mm -hmm. we just have to you know follow those rules but again in terms of eating i i i i have not eaten red meat or pork in probably uh 40 years i think something like 40 years that was a decision i made uh that that long ago um but I never talk about it. I don't, you know, put people down or anything. It's just my way of eating. And I do eat uh, mostly fish if I eat meat, but I eat a lot of vegan dishes and I cook a lot of vegan or don't cook a lot of vegan, <laughs> depending on how, but I use a lot of vegan recipes and I use, yeah. And But I love uh sweets <laughs> but at this but i also know how to moderate there was a time when i could eat that but now i'm moderated i might have a slice my mom's birthday so i had a slice of pound cake okay that's out that's over with that's gone you know so then you have to know how to eat it in moderation i eat vegan sweets the same thing it don't matter that stuff still has calories and people need to know that just because it's vegan does not mean that it's not going to put on calories or in things because it's just not eating uh unless you're just a plant-based vegan then it's still going to put on calories so you know beans like that that puts on calories. So I mean, aren't Oreos vegan? Huh? Aren't Oreos vegan? <laughs> Oreo like cookies. That's what I hear. I hear they're vegan too. So it's like what you're saying. Just because it's vegan doesn't mean right. Yeah. yeah. So just because you got all kind of vegan pastries now, and you got to watch that because if you look at the calories, if you look at some of those meats that they have, the uh. Uh, make-believe, I'll just say make-believe meats, as my mother-in-law used to say, um, they have a lot of fat in them. So So you have to still watch your labels, you know, how much salt does it have and how much sugar does it have in it. Um, And those are things you still have to wait and have to watch. And the reason why I I revealed about I love sweets, I did. I I come from a family that has uh, just loved sweets, you know, but at some point, I realized, okay, that's not going to be good uh, because even though I worked out and all that kind of stuff, it's still not going to be good for my body. So if I do, it's going to be a moderation or it's going to be a um, um, something without sugar in it or without, uh, it, it might have a, a little. So I'm just very careful about it. I don't want to, I'm not going to, a big Snickers and all that. I don't do that, but I may occasionally do a cookie or 
you know, a piece of cake or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's the key, guys. Moderation. Moderation. I'm not telling you to starve yourself. If if you can handle that kind of eating, then handle it. If you can't, stay away from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like to, uh, you know, intuitive eat. And I also ask myself, you know, how am I feeling right now? What does my body need? Mm-hmm. Because you you know what your body you Yeah, your body will tell you. You might need some water. <laughs> yeah, your body will tell you. And uh, particularly water, you want to hydrate, especially now with the weather. I've run into so many people who are dehydrated. So make sure you're drinking that water, even though, even without it being 100 degrees everywhere. <laughs> you yeah. still want to make sure your body is that. So the key is, you actually write, you said you know your body. You know, you because you can tell if you're going to be eating too much of one thing. Your yeah. body will let you know, either physically or... Or inside, you'll start to feel in a certain way. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's what I think about nutrition. I think we should cut your portions and eat in moderation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The last couple, two questions I have for you. One is meaning and purpose as we Mm -hmm. age and how we continue to uh, move through life feeling good about ourselves. Mm -hmm. What does and having a purpose in life how does that play into your life and do you know what your purpose is now at 72 Mm -hmm. yeah my purpose is pretty much uh let me just say this people are always searching for their purpose Mm -hmm. and and generally if you look at within if you look at your life and if you look at some of the major events and major things that you've done in life whether it's work or family or community you will probably find your purpose there. And one of the things that I've always been good at is motivating and inspiring people. I, I believe that God has sent me here to be a helpmate to uh, motivate and inspire people. It could be spiritually, it could be fitness, it could be, you know, just people motivating people to move to another level. And I and I, so I call myself a helpmate. And God sent me to be a helpmate. And I believe that that's my purpose. Uh, And sometimes I don't even know that I'm working that purpose until someone will say, well, you know what? You motivated and inspired Mm -hmm. me. And uh, uh, people that I may have motivated 10 or 12 years ago or more have said, said, you know, I started my business because I saw you do because I owned a uh, business in Chicago, a decorating business, an event business, and that I saw you do it, and that motivated me to open my flower shop or something, you know. So that's that's my purpose. But I always tell people, write down a list of things that you enjoy. Write down things that have been major accomplishments in your life. Mm-hmm. And look at that. Review it. Think about it. And then you'll see a lot of things that guide you to what your purpose is, because your purpose is always within you anyway. Mm -hmm. It's not somewhere out in the horizon. It's already Mm -hmm. within you. So you have to look at those things and uh, things you enjoy, things that made you happy. Uh, Those are your passions. Your passion is your purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the questions that another guest had, so I ask a guest to leave a question for the next guest, right? I got this from another mm-hmm. podcaster. I need to remember his name so I can give him his credit. But um, the question is, 
What's on your bucket list that you haven't done yet that you are determined to do before you leave this earth? Well, mine is pretty simple. I just want to keep traveling <laughs> and see more of the world. That's not simple. That's costly. <laughs> but I, I, I just want to see more of the world. I just want to meet more people and um, see different people in different parts of the world. That's my bucket list. And um, I want to just do my part to uh, do live my purpose and to, to be purposeful in the word of God. Uh, and I want to, that light to shine wherever I go. Awesome. When you think of the word sexy, right? Cause this podcast is GYSB, get your sexy back. When you think about mm -hmm. the word sexy and what it meant to you when you first heard it, I don't, however old you were and what it means to you now, is there a difference? Has it evolved? Absolutely. When I first heard it, it was like, ooh, baby, <laughs> I'm all of that, huh? Really? And then as I grew older, I think it was, I think it's personal. I like for my husband to say, ooh, baby, you're sexy. You're so sexy. I just really, <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I, it's not that I dislike other people calling me that because it's no, it's not a problem, but it's in the, the way people say it. You know, you're saying you're saying it's like, get your sexy back. You know, get get get. You know, you can you can still do this. You know, but then you get some guys that say it like it's kind of like lustful. yeah 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 like lustful. But if you say it in a positive way, I think that is fine. Uh, but for me, for me being married, I love it if my when my husband says it because yeah. it means it's endearing. You know, so you know, I think it's cool. Sexy, yeah. sensual, I think that's a great thing. And I think people misunderstand it because people think sexy is, you know, everything sexual. is out, mm -hmm. uh, twerking. And I've seen some stuff uh, that I just said, that is not even sexy. You know, that's, that's trashy. The, yeah, yeah, that's trashy. <laughs> but to each his own. Yeah. Sheila, I'm so glad that we had this conversation today. I was excited about it, and I see why, because you are just such a lovely person, easy to talk to, so many good nuggets. I hope that people take away from this conversation and apply to their own lives. And I want to uh, give you an opportunity to tell people how they can stay connected with you. How to? I'm sorry. Connected with you. Oh, connect with me. Yes. Well, I'm on every kind of social media. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, Sheila's Fit 50 Plus. Uh, I also have a Facebook group called uh, Lifestyle Fitness for Active Adults. And it's really where I put a lot of my workouts at. Uh, and then on Instagram, um, it's Sheila's underscore, uh, A-H underscore, amazing, M-A-Z-I-N-G. Uh, that's one, and I have another Instagram account, which is Sheila's Fit Fifty F I F T Y um, Plus. <laughs> I gotta say that. So I'm all over the place, you know. I'm on I'm on TikTok, Sheila's Fit Fifty Plus. So the best way to contact me is to go to my website, and then all of those different things are on the website. The website is SheilaAgnew.com. Okay. I should have said that in the beginning. 
Yes, yes, yes. I will put all of that in the show notes. It's yeah, just but if you go to the website, website mm-hmm. yeah, it'll connect you to all my different uh, 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 social media accounts. Yeah. Okay, okay. And if you look just, forward, and look forward to um, in August, uh, later on in August, I'm doing a program. It's not really a program. It's just something that I do every year. But this year is called uh, uh, How to Start and and How to Stick and How to Stay. So it's Start, Stick, Stay. And I'll be sharing that with you, Kyla, so you can show it to your people. Please, please share that with me so that I can put that in the show notes too. I love that. Would you say share, stick, stick, stay? How to, how to stop, start, I'm sorry, how to start, stick, stay. Love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes, please give me that information. And if you guys want to stay connected with me, please do. First of all, please follow the podcast, turn on your notifications so that you don't miss any of the episodes that are uploaded. They are uploaded every Monday at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then you can also follow me on social media. I am GYSB Movement on all social media platforms. I'm on Instagram, uh, not really Facebook, but Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, um, mainly on Instagram. And you can also email me at Carla, sorry. You can also email me at gysbmovement at gmail.com. Sheila, again, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this conversation and I look forward to continuing to follow you on social media and to get more of your goodness. <laughs> and thank you so much. This has been great, great talking to you. And I look forward to us growing our relationship. Okay. Absolutely. absolutely. See everybody. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.